Have you ever wondered where you really stand with God? Are you overcome with feelings of guilt because of things you've done wrong? Are you tired of religion that focuses on rules that you can't keep? Have we got good news for you? It's time to listen in on some casual conversation with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski and discover what true freedom is all about. This is Growing in Grace. Growing in Grace. I'm Joel Brzezinski along with Mike Kapler. It's the Cap and the Breeze Man. Growingandgrace.org. That's where all the past podcasts are archived at. You can go there to growingandgrace.org and find uh, all the podcasts, links to uh, some other things as well. Uh, and of course, find us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. On YouTube and Facebook, it's uh, Grace Roots that you're looking for. Facebook.com slash Grace Roots. YouTube.com slash Grace Roots. And also Twitter at Grace Roots. And uh, so feel free to join us there. And of course, as we've talked about, uh, if you'd be willing to share the podcast out through uh, social media or however else you might want to do that, that'd be awesome. Yeah, share that thing. It's good for business. It's good for business. (laughs) That's what's best Uh for business. (laughs) We we need to come up with some T-shirts or something, Joel, something to something to drum up some business. But uh, (laughs) some mugs. Oh, it's been done. I mean, I, I don't know. It just it just seems so out of sorts for us just to be offering a, a free message of the gospel without some sort of $10 gift for a $100 donation to go with it. <laughs> and for over 10 and a half years to be doing that. How's that sound? <laughs> I mean, hey. I, I understand other ministries. I understand what they're doing. I understand what they're up to. I understand some of them don't necessarily have the best intentions either. I think a lot of them have really good intentions. Um, But I think it's what I really do like the fact that we've been able to do this for so long on our own dime, you know, on our own time, you know, that type of thing, and just be able to put it out there freely so that anybody who wants to can uh, listen or not. It's just uh, I think uh, God has really uh, done a wonderful thing with uh, being able to help us to put it out there for free. Yeah, I wasn't really trying to come down on on ministries that have to raise money. We we did that for a long time in Christian That's radio. True, yeah. We know what it's like. But you're right. I mean, what, what we've got going on here with the Growing in Grace podcast, we, we've been fortunate enough to where God just opened up this door of opportunity for us. And we jumped into it, and um, we're just able to stay focused on the message. We're able to stay focused on the gospel, and we're thankful for that. It's, I just, I just, it's really about the message. I just want to say, if anybody else is out there, you, you, you see, what we do here really is easy. I mean, if that, and that's easy to say. <laughs> but, I mean, if you've got something on your heart, anybody listening out there, it's not that difficult, let's put it that way, to get yourself— a microphone, and uh, there's free recording software out there. You can get websites for free or for a really low price out there. If you have something on your heart, and even Blogger and WordPress, all that's free, you have something to say, uh, you want to help the world understand this grace message, you don't have to start with a huge audience. I remember when I first started blogging, I think I had like maybe two or three views of the of the web of the uh, blog per day, <laughs> and so it, I I didn't start big. This podcast we didn't start big. Just do what's on your heart, and maybe some people will come along and, and hear you. I, I don't know why that just was on my heart to say that that uh, it's something that anybody can do if if you have a message and if you have uh, 
it's really some really it doesn't cost a lot to do it anyway enough of that we can move on yeah well you're right though joel i mean in this day and age um i mean look look at some of the sensations that have become phenomenons uh, just through a simple homemade youtube videos i mean it's it's, uh, all kinds of opportunities out there and and um you know what jesus didn't have a an advertising budget or anything he just it was all word of mouth and and it worked out pretty well for him so if you got the right message and you got what people are looking for um there can be no limit to to what you can accomplish with with him working through you um, Joel, let, let's let's talk this week about um, we, we've been talking a little bit about the, the covenants and grace apart from law. Old covenant ended, new covenant began, and it's an everlasting covenant. So let's let's bounce off of what we've been talking about. So, something uh, a verse that uh, while we were in between programs, um, you something you uh, had uh, mentioned uh, from Galatians two. I, I, I made the comment that. That is something that can just easily go right over our heads when we read these things. We, we hear them a lot, and uh, I'm going to let you uh, read some of that out of Galatians 2, and then we can talk some more about it. Right, yeah. Well, it's uh, it's just interesting how uh, a lot of times I have focused just on in on a few verses in Galatians 2, but when you back up, let's back up to verse 11 or so. You know, Paul was talking about how he had come, uh, Peter had come to Antioch, and Paul says, I withstood him to his face because he was to be blamed. You know, Paul or Peter had done something wrong. Well, what was it? For Before certain men came from James, he would eat with the Gentiles, Peter would, uh, and find it perfectly fine to do so, I imagine. But when they came, these uh, men from James, Peter would withdraw and he separated himself, fearing those who were of the circumcision, you know, those who were kind of law-based Christians, and so uh, the rest of the Jews played the hypocrite with him and so on. So Paul, using that, or, or with that having happened, Paul then continues on. And I wonder if he would have even written any of this if not for Peter pre- playing the hypocrite. So we're kind of thankful that Peter did that because it stirred something up in Paul. And he said, uh, you know, if you being a Jew live in the manner of Gentiles and not as the Jews, why do you compel Gentiles to live as Jews? We who are Jews by nature and not sinners of the Gentile, knowing that a man is not justified by the works of the law. A man is not justified by the works of the law, but by faith in Jesus Christ. Even we have believed in Jesus Christ that we might be justified by faith in Christ and not by the works of the law. For by the works of the law, no flesh shall be justified. And here he goes on. This is kind of what we were getting to. There's a lot of good stuff there in what I just read and what Paul had written, but Paul goes on. But if while we seek to be justified by Christ, we ourselves are also found sinners, is Christ therefore a minister of sin? Certainly not. For if I build again those things which I destroyed... I make myself a transgressor. I like what the uh, the Message Bible says here. Paul, in the Message, it says, "If if I was quote trying to be good end quote, I would be rebuilding that same old barn that I tore down. I would be acting as a charlatan." That's you know that's what Paul is saying here about trying to go back to the law instead of uh, Jesus Christ and in, in his finished work. And then he goes on. So it's, you know, I would be 
if I was trying to build again those things which I destroyed, Paul had spent a lot of tr- a lot of time as in his new life in Christ, <laughs> destroying that former way of thinking. So why would he go back to it? He would make himself a transgressor. For I, through the law, died to the law, that I might live to God. It's through dying to the law that I might live to God. It's not through keeping that law. It's not through bringing that law back into my Christian life. It's through dying to the law that I might live to God. And, of course, uh, I have been crucified with Christ. This is the, this is the core. This is the central, the cent- central thing of our life in Christ. I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. I'll, I'll end there for now. Let's see what you have to say about <laughs> well, that. I, uh, I would love to repeat about half of what you just said because there was some really good scriptures there found in, in Galatians 2 that you were going through. Um, mm-hmm. But we have a limited time here. So one thing I'll, I'll mention, Joel, uh, those out there uh, in legalanity, those who mix the covenants, those who will say they believe in grace, but... There's still some things we've got to do to add to it. Those kinds of people will come along and say, "I, I believe in everything you just read there." Of course, of course, they're going to believe it because it's it's there in the scripture, right? But <laughs> they'll say you're you're getting confused with justification and sanctification because justification is more about being forgiven for our sins, but now it, there's a certain responsibility that belongs to us to move forward in our lifestyle, in our, in our behavior, to, to make ourselves, well, I use the word sanctified. That's a nice religious word. And it's, it's a word that does apply to us as, as New Covenant believers. But the, the point I'm trying to make here is these, these are the critics, Joel. They'll, they'll come along and say, yeah, we get all that. Uh, and, and this stuff about the law, sure, it, we, nobody can be forgiven and justified and you know, the requirements that, w- that were needed couldn't be done through the law. We know that, but they're usually thinking when we say the law, uh, these people who are, who are combining grace and law together under two different covenants, they'll think that the, the law is referring to the old Jewish laws that had to do with ceremonial things, dietary laws, sacrificial laws, those kinds of things that were obviously done away with. But there's still some sort of universal laws that need to be followed, whether it be the the Ten Commandments. These things will make us more holy, Joel. They'll make us more righteous. Uh, They'll make us sanctified. Mm. (laughs) Grace, but. So what's what's your response? Yeah. Well, where do I go with that one? Um, (laughs) There's lots of things to say to that. But, uh, you know, I understand what they're saying, but of course— they don't even really live up to what they're saying themselves because they'll say, okay, we need to keep these, the moral law, and, and usually they're referring to the Ten Commandments, uh, but then they won't themselves even keep the Sabbath. You know, the Sabbath day was a day to do no work, and uh, they'll work. They'll mow their yard or whatever on the Sabbath. And so, of course, it comes down to these nine moral laws that we're supposed to keep. <laughs> and, and even then, what they're doing is they're saying, okay, in order, and, and this is their mindset, at least this is where I, I perceive that they're coming from, I need to be more sanctified, is what they're saying, and so I need to do these things, follow these moral laws, and then I will be more sanctified. And what they're really doing 
is that they are they are using God's law to make themselves look as if they're becoming more really more righteous. Where Paul said Christ is the end of the law for righteousness to everyone who believes, but they'll in their they they won't come out and say this, but what they really say is for Christ is the end of the law for righteousness, but not for sanctification uh, for everyone who believes. But what they're doing to get down to the uh, brass tacks as we're running out of time here is what they're trying to do is to justify themselves to make themselves more sanctified by keeping the law and what it really ends up being is self-righteousness. They're disregarding what Christ has done in an effort to make themselves more sanctified. Uh, I'll link to a podcast uh, when we do this one at growinggrace.org to uh, a podcast or two that we did about sanctification not too long ago. But really, trying to become more sanctified is really nothing more than self-justification. And what it's doing is it, it takes them back to what the Jews were doing under the Old Covenant, pursuing righteousness, uh, which was really self-righteousness, not the righteousness of God, because they were ignorant of God's righteousness. You go into most churches today and ask for a show of hands, how many, pe- how many people here are righteous? And these are believers, right? Uh, and very few hands will go up because they haven't understood their identity in Christ and that it was Him, Jesus is our righteousness, He is our sanctification and our justification. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski. Heard online through various internet sources around the world each week. To access hundreds of past programs, visit graceroots.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.